Mike Opperman with Bova News, and we're here with another Bova News chat. And today I am with Brian Ernest, who is the lead protein strategist with CoBank. Good afternoon, Brian. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. You bet. So, Beef, uh, we're here at the NCBA convention. Um, Brian, what does the kind of market outlook uh, look like for Beef going into 2022? I think um, you know there's a lot of momentum coming out of the pre pre previous year. Looking at 2021, um, overall the beef sector has done quite well in the last year. Um, you know, had strong demand, and uh, there's been some supply constraints. Look at uh, overall the cattle sector, and um, you know we've, we've got a, a shrinking herd. So um, you know that that probably proves pretty well from a cattle perspective. Um, the beef side of the picture looks like it's doing fairly well. Um, overall, still kind of gathering thoughts for what, what unfolds in 2022, but at least the first three weeks of January looked like, um, I think we added 20 bucks to the cutout valuation. So, um, you know, from a, from a beef standpoint, um, you know, it's very much, it seems like it's charged moving into uh, what unfolds in 2022. So. Great. Um, so you, ta- you mentioned demand, and I know when I go to the store, I can tell that um, beef prices a little higher than they were in the past, and everybody talks about inflation. Where do we stand with that, and how is that impacting any kind of demand? Sure, from uh, you know, from looking at the consumer-facing channels, you know, typically uh, overall demand historically has been fairly steady between food service and retail, but we've seen a pretty big disruption with COVID over the last two years, um, and it seems like both sides of the equation have been caught pretty short in terms of. What they have available, and, and uh, you know, couple that with extremely strong demand from the consumer standpoint, um, and you know, overall it puts puts supplies kind of behind the gun in terms of, of what's available. So, um, we're starting out the year, and typically the first quarter of the year is a little bit slow for protein, but it's been very strong. It kind of referenced you know the, the market environment of what we got going on now, um, and thinking about what that leads into when we get to grilling season. Um, you know, we, we've probably got setting up for a scenario where we're going to see a strong price environment, tight supply situation, um, and retailers are starting to plan now for, for what unfolds when we get to the you know, April-May time frame, and um, now it looks like they may be you know, kind of thinking about what they want to feature. Um, over the last couple of years, it's been steaks. You know, it's been, uh, been looking at the middle meats, and, and that's been a, a strong mover at retail. Um, and in the absence of fine dining, uh, you know, in 2020 and 2021, you know, not having as much disappearance there, the consumer has found out that they can get a really nice steak at, the, at a lot of grocery store chains, so, um, you know, or the, the, the box stores. So, um, you know, that, that kind of plays into the expectations this year is they're still going to be looking for that, um, you know, that, that steak that they, uh, they've gotten used to. So they're probably willing to pay a little bit more, even if uh, prices do go up. I think so, and, and they still have some savings in their pocket. So, um, you know, some of the reports I've been looking at in terms of uh, the strong the stimulus that the, the consumer has taken on, um, you know, the, uh, the additional savings that they put in their pocket in 2020, there's still quite a bit of that sitting there um, that they can work through. So the high-priced environment has kind of parlayed the situation where um, they still have that money to spend. So, um, you know, for here now, that impact of that strong inflation um, hasn't necessarily hit, so I'm um, still kind of looking for that to play in in 2022, but whether it, it really impacts the behavior from a consumer standpoint, it's a little bit yet to be seen. Um, and last year, 
we had this chicken sandwich war going on in the, the, the service uh, uh, segment, and uh, that really fueled up chicken disappearance, and it, it was a good mover for the chicken space. Uh, well, this year, you know, we, we still got these chicken sandwiches that are, are very strong, and you can see in, um, you know, the gravitation there, but uh, uh, how that plays out, whether consumers continue to gravitate that way, still a little bit of a question mark there, so. So, uh, another question that I have is we look at the marketplace and supply, you know, we've seen a lot of beef on dairy come through and we've seen a lot of, a lot of those beef dairy crosses come onto the market. How does that impact the marketplace going forward? Because we only see that getting uh, more prominent, right? So how does that affect the market going forward? Yeah, it seems like it's, it's um, you know, a bigger portion of the equation than it has been in the past. You know, you're, you're getting to that. And, um, in terms of the overall cattle supply, as it shrinks, there's potential for some of that gap to be filled with, um, you know, some of this cross theory. So, um, you know, that, that it will be interesting to watch. Um, you know, thinking about it this year and, and seeing how that impacts overall cattle supplies and what's available for processors. Um, there's potential that that at least fills part of that gap that we're seeing in the decline in the cattle herd. So, um, you know, 2022 is going to be one of those years that we get to kind of look at, at um, you know, where there's an expectation that beef supplies are going to shrink. You know, that, that we will see overall uh, beef production be lower than what it was last year. And whether or not we have enough hooves on ground to, to fill that, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be uh, one of those years we get to see that play out. So. By and large, it should be a pretty good year for cattlemen going forward, re pretty much regardless of what sector you're in. Yeah, and, and it's not without its challenges. Thinking about um, forage conditions and some of the drought that we've got in western uh, states, that's, that's a challenge in and of itself. Um, thinking about the higher feed costs that they're having to take on. Uh, labor continues to be something that is stressed throughout the, the, um, the supply stream. So, um, you know, these feed lots, they need, they need hands to work on. Um, Amazon also needs uh, workers, yeah. so you know there there's uh, different sectors of the economy where uh, labor is, is very difficult to uh, to obtain, and agriculture is one of those that uh, continues to struggle to have enough hands to, to move the, the food from the farm to the table. Well, great, Brian. Thank you so much, Brian Rents from CoBank. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. All right, thank you. And this has been another Bova News Chat.